in the Room Podcast to recap his Contender Series 2022 win and UFC contract is Billy Goff. What's up, my friend? And congratulations, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Just relaxing on a Saturday. Uh, thanks for having me. Hey, my man. Thanks for coming on, bro. Uh, just had that amazing fight last Tuesday, bro. Let's recap it a little bit, man. Um, fought through some adversity in the few seconds of that fight. Came back with a finish the way that Billy Goff finishes fights, man. Let's talk about the experience and how you felt in that cage. Yeah, I um, the um, I'm not. Uh, and you can see afterwards that I wasn't really happy with the performance as much. Uh, afterwards, going back and watching it, it's a little better. Um, I can kind of, my striking was not great after I got rocked. But, I mean, I did just get rocked. It's like, all right, I guess I can excuse myself a little bit. Because um, then once I wasn't rocked, um, I kind of, like, my striking started working. I started slipping more. He uh, wasn't hitting as much, so it, I'm I'm happy with it overall. Well, you say you got rocked. Um, you hit the ground. He immediately jumped down, started uh, with the ground and pound. It looked like you got your composure back, rolled out of it. Uh, you know, tried to get a takedown from there. Uh, when did you actually get your wits about you? You you mentioned rocked. Were you were you still in it? Like, what were you feeling after the, you know you hit the ground there? No, I was still in it. Um, the like. I, I can see him. I, I remember him coming down on top of me and throwing punches at me. Um, I remember rolling through for the hill. Um, even when I was there, actually sitting on the hill, like I got this weird feeling of deja vu when I was sitting there. It was weird. Um, so I, I was there, but I just wasn't. Um, I was slow. Um, I was and I was annoyed that I got rocked. So I was that was affecting my striking. Um, and I think I was just a little off balance. Like there was a couple times where I. Um, tripped a little bit and I like there was another time too when he kicked me the second time coming off the cage and I caught it and I held it um, it's it felt similar to when Pico kicked me in the head and I caught it and I just sat there holding it and he was hitting me um, it's like I was there I could see everything but I just wasn't I wasn't moving I wasn't reacting super quick um, and I remember, but this time I was holding it for a, a lot less. I ate a lot less shots, just holding his leg. Um, so I was there, and but I didn't really feel fully there until a little bit later. Well, when did you actually feel like you were taking over that fight? I mean, your your striking came along. Um, you know, game opponent, even after he rocked you, he was still landing some really good leg kicks, uh, some body kicks, and, uh, you know, still in that game, thinking he's going to finish you. Uh, did you feel him fading away? And when that happened, um, you know, what was your thought there? I knew that I had him when, um, I forget. Once he got his back to the cage and he pillared up, and his hands didn't move. Like he wasn't throwing anything else out. He wasn't, he's just, he was protecting himself. Full defense mode. Um, uh, I knew I had him then. And it didn't feel like other finishes where it's like jump on him, jump on him, jump on him. Um, it was more so just like, just keep going kind of. Like, I, like just, it felt like the middle of the round still. It felt like the fight was still, like, it didn't feel like the fight was ending. Um, and I don't know if that's just cause I was just in drive mode off of getting hit. I'm not sure.
Well, one thing you see on the video as you're finishing him, or at the beginning of the finish there, you see Dexter in the corner there screaming elbows and don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. And that's exactly what Billy does. And you speak about, you know, not going in there basically for the kill. You had composure in there as far as, you know, the shots you were landing, you were, you know, you were, the volume was there, but you were hitting them with uppercuts, left, rights. And, uh, you know, you weren't letting him breathe. Was that something that, um, you know, you felt for the first time in there, like to sit back and let it take its course and, and just let your hands do it? Or, you know, wh what was the thought there? Yeah, it was, um, it was m like my biggest thought in that round was just listen to my coaches, just listen to them and like, just try to hear everything they say and do what they say. Um, Cause when you're not doing as well, your time is a little off. You're not, you're not winning the round. Um, that's what's going to get you out of this round. That's what's going to win the next round. Um, and the, um, just putting the gas on and just keep going. Cause I know I can, if I can't win this round, I can at least turn up the pace and make you tired. Um, Cause I'm never fighting for a finish. I'm never looking. Well, Everybody wants the finish, but it's never like, all right, I'm I'm never hunting the finish because that's how you get hurt. So if um, if I have the opportunity to just keep hitting you, I'm going to. Um, so that's when I was looking at him. I was like, all right, like I I knew it was coming because he wasn't protecting himself, and I could hear the ref talking to him. Um, the um, but it wasn't really like I wasn't thinking like, oh, I got this, I got this, this is it, we're done here. Um, and I think that was just because I was also a little annoyed still. Because as soon as it ended, I was pissed off. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be my next question. Uh, you know, after you got the finish, I mean, it's, it, you know, from the week before, Dana, you know, he's upset about the, the, the week one, the way them fights went. And then you come away with a finish after, you know, fighting through, you know, and getting knocked down early. And, uh, you know, you had the place going crazy for the amount of people in there. And you were still disappointed right after the finish, man. What was going through your head there? Like, as far as you throwing your, your mouthpiece, you you were very upset with yourself. Yeah, it just, I I felt like I looked a lot worse than I actually did. I felt like it, like even when, um, like my, well, even I did look pretty bad in the first couple minutes just because striking wise, cause like even Michael Bisping said, he's getting picked apart. Um, and like, I don't want that. I want them to say that about the other guy. I I don't ever want to, like, I have good striking. I know I do. I've got, and he was saying like, oh, he's a boxer. Like he likes, he prefers the boxing. It's like, no, I don't. I, I like throwing elbows. I like throwing knees and kicks. Like I throw everything. Um, and to have, like, it just, it wasn't the representation of me that I wanted. I totally understand. I totally understand. Well, as far as getting the hand raised, um, that was, you know, a great finish to start off the, the night. Uh, you're in the back there. Now you have to sit through, you know, all these other fights happening. You know, Connor Matthews, another New England fighter, was on the same card. What's going on while you're sitting in the back? Are you like, you know, are you in your, your, your dressing room? Do they have you like in a separate area waiting for the other fights to uh, end? What goes on at that point when you're in the back? Oh, no. So I walked out um, and I sat cage side. Uh, not exactly cage side, but I sat with my mom and my brother and my coaches uh, over on the near where like everybody sits on around the cage. 
and I just watch the rest of the fights from there. Except the last one, um, once you get closer to the end, they move you over to the spot where they where like they watch you. You're sitting in all those chairs. Yeah. But until then, you just sit on the outside. Well, that's cool. I didn't know that that you guys get to kind of mingle with your you know fans and friends that you know were invited to the show. Uh, any other? Uh, contact with anyone other than your family, like uh, uh, look at Dana in the eye as you were walking to your seat or anything like that? When I was walking back, when I was leaving the cage, I talked to him. Uh, but after that, I didn't talk to him, see him again until the contract part. Um, but I was sitting with the other fighters and I was talking to their, some of their coaches. Like uh, one of them came up and congratulated me and said it was really good. Um, the, um, and you can see everybody else's family and friends. Um, but nope, actually, there was only um, I, the other fighters didn't come out too. Like I didn't know where they went. I don't know if they stayed back there or if they sat on the other side. I don't know where they went. Uh, but only the the next heavyweight's the only one who came out and sat over where I was. Yeah, I figure as the the card progresses, they probably don't have time for the you know them other fighters to come out and sit. They're already in their seats. Uh, ready to uh, get that contract. Well, dude, you're back there with a few other fighters that had really great finishes also on that card. And like I said, the card, the the, the event, uh, the night previous, um, the first week, there was like, it was kind of like a flat card. So this was an amazing night that the finishes that happened. What was your thought while you're sitting there? Oh my God, uh, I had a great finish, but now we got, you know, three other guys that, you know, had great fights in there. What's the thought process as that's going on? Um, they were all good fights. The, um, I wasn't, uh, I was pretty, it felt like everybody was going to get a contract because it felt like, all right, everybody delivered um, to a certain extent, some more than others. The Like it was, but it was all, they're all good, exciting fights. That's what Dana wants. Um, and it felt like he was going to prove a point by giving everybody contracts. So we were like, I was even talking other fighters were thinking the same thing. Like, yeah, he's probably going to give it, let's get five contracts. Um, so it, I wasn't too worried about not getting a contract. Um, after that, I was pretty much just watching the fights and just, uh, talking with my coaches and judging them, uh, Telling him, like, oh, this guy needs to learn how to jab. <laughs> That's awesome, bro. As far as, because uh, I, I never got this information, what goes on, uh, you know, with a contender winner. As far as, you know, when you get that contract, uh, you know, Dana White says, hey, Billy Goff, uh, fucking guy gets knocked down, comes back. That's what we fucking need right there. Uh, once your name's red and all that other stuff and, you know, all the other fighters are red, what goes on after that? Like, do, do you, like, is there a... Do you guys get to go in the back room? Is there a little, like, kind of uh, a yeah, me so, media thing going on? Like, what goes on with you guys after that? You, um, like, Dana reads all the contracts, does all that. Then you stand there. Then you go through, you shake his hand. Then you interview with Laura Sanko again. And uh, then you go in the back um, and you wait to do the media interview. Um, the one that you sit down and you get asked by the different reporters. Because Dana White goes through and eventually does an interview with them. And then all the fighters go through and do that. And while I was sitting back there, they took some photos after the fight. Um, they uh, ate some sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> you kind of just hang out and wait for the media interview. Um, I talked to Michael Bisping a little bit. Uh, he came through and was talking to uh, fighters. Uh, and then uh, once I had my media thing, they just they shuttled me right out of there. As soon as I got out. Nothing left. Next, next. So 
uh, after that, you know, your management company, your coaches, everything else uh, takes over from that. You're just uh, kind of staying, you know, training, healing a little bit and getting ready for, uh, you know, what's next. What, what do you think uh, the timeline is here? You know, a lot of fighters, when they get signed there, they give them time. It isn't like they just throw you in there in a kind of a last second, uh, you know, matchup. They usually give you a pretty good matchup. Uh, what do you expect as far as the timeline when you're going to have your, uh, your debut for the UFC? Uh, I want it to be before the end of the year. Yeah, that, that'll make uh, four fights this year. Um, so that'll be a pretty busy year. Um, if I could do it, I was thinking about it. Um, I got my teammates got Jake has a fight, um, in at the end of August. So probably we won't be doing anything around that time. Um, then maybe something September, but my Dex is probably going to want more than that. So probably like October, November. I know there's a card. I, I don't know too, like when, how many cars are coming up, but I know there's one November 12th at Madison Square Garden. Um, I don't know if they would put me on that, though. I don't, big... I don't know, dude. Pre preliminary, uh, sell some tickets. Uh, you know, you're from Groton. You're not uh, terribly far away from Madison Square Garden. So that might make sense for uh, Billy Goff's UFC debut there, man. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that said, bro, man, uh, dude, congratulations, bro. We knew this was going to happen uh, eventually. Uh, you, you paid your dues. You're only 24 years old. You're fighting beasts all your career, from your amateur career uh, to your, your your most recent fight for the UFC. I mean, that kid was no slouch. That kid was a, a fucking gamer. And as uh, Dana said, a lot of these fighters that lost that night, man, are just a tiny step away from uh, being where you are, dude. So a lot of those guys might be on the next contenders uh, next year or, you know, making their way back to the UFC. But with that said, bro, that was a fucking amazing night, man. You know, to recap your thoughts and, you know, the mind, uh, you know, is this everything you've worked for as far as, you know, not everything, but, you know, how satisfied are you at 24 years old to be where you are at this point? Super sad. Like, I have so much time left in my career. And, like, I'm, it's 10 fights now as a pro. 16 total, including amateur. Um, and like, I didn't know when I was going to get here, but I wanted to get here as, as quickly as I could uh, just so I could do as much as I can in the UFC. The, um, and now I, now I have so much time, I can take my time and build myself up and take good fights and just make a great run in the UFC. Like I, The way I like to look at it, like, like mountain biking, you have a bunch of trails. Like there's all trails, they all connect to each other. Um, and now I'm I'm on that last trail. Like I'm on the beginning of it. Like there's a long way to go, but I'm on one trail now. I don't have to bounce around a bunch. That's all right, my man. You could just uh I don't want to say coast, but man, you have a great light at the end of that friggin' path, bro. So Billy, go off. We'll talk to you soon, bro. As soon as you get that matchup and that date, we'll be uh we'll be on you talking again. Yes. Later.